1: to the wise men say podcast we have uh, a game to talk about at Burra that didn't end up in a defeat for Sunderland so that's quite nice because it feels like it's been forever since that's happened so we'll have a look at that and other stuff joining me as always is Gareth Barger good evening evening what was your what was your setup to watch the match on Sunday a set up just to, mm-hmm.
2: you, you know these televisions that they have now just I think that. I've heard of it yeah yeah just that
1: I mean, you can throw sarcasm at but you know there there are lots of different contexts and scenarios where yeah. one can watch
2: a television yeah. and a football match. Just in the house, just watched it in the house, and that was it. In your in your own house, yes, in my own house.
1: So, do you not have anyone? Obviously, like Jane's not are really into football, is she? so do no. you have any anyone to like bounce any like suggestions off?
2: <laughs> what do you mean during the game suggestions? Yeah.
1: Like or, or anything that's on your mind about if you've got a rant about a player and stuff.
2: Oh well, no, if I'm watching it on my own in the house. Yeah. Sometimes I watch a game with my dad on the telly, but it depends. I just you know. Had stuff to do in the morning, didn't I? Just went and did, did that you? and then came back and watched the match. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's how exciting it was.
1: All right, fair enough. I was uh, I was early. I don't know what
2: you were expecting. I don't know what you were... What did you want, <laughs> I wasn't what you expecting anything. Yeah, I was
1: just genuinely interested to see, you know, what if
2: you'd gone out for it or something? It's fine. No, I've got no friends. No. No, oh, well, Watching you don't, your it dad's a friend. in the house. <laughs> well, he tolerates me. He has to, doesn't
1: he? Um, I'm just asking because I just want to, like, uh, brag about the fact that I was ladsing it up on the train, mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. in alcohol so early in the morning. Uh...
2: Yeah. Was that it? But, it, was, it was just a set-up to talk about yourself? Not really.
1: It? Well, I'd, I could just do that anyway. Uh, you know, I want to get on to something about about uh, that whole setup. anyway. anyway. Uh, you were at the match, Eleanor, weren't you, as well?
0: I was, yeah. I went on the uh, Sedgefield Branch bus. Um Which was, I, th- I think it's the only away day I'd do a bus for, just because it's easier, like in terms of getting there and getting back with how close it is. It's just...
1: How long did that take then? What's that journey time?
0: In Sedgefield, it was about an hour and a half.
1: Oh, really? Um
0: Yeah. So it wasn't, like, was was way easier. Yeah. We, we went to Rory's parents the night before, so we, like, drove there and then got the branch bus. It might have been longer. Um <laughs> But we weren't in the I service.
1: Spending, I thought
0: you were going to say on. like twenty minutes or something. Well, we we had to. We obviously had to stop at the services and wait to join the convoy, um, oh, which takes which takes its time. And there was a oh, it was a great moment where you just had a load of Sunderland fans stood outside the services, loads them on the buses, and this guy drove into the services with this massive like oil tanker thing, um, that they obviously like, and he, he couldn't he couldn't like get through, and he ended up. Like crashing into a plant pot, and then they had to like come and tell loads of the buses to move so that he could get round the corner to get into the the like petrol pump. And then I think he just gave up in the end because he did just end up like driving into the petrol pump and then just drove straight off and and drove away because I think he saw. What was just a load of people standing laughing at was the fact getting, that was, he was getting wee, was he getting get, wee? Yeah,
1: was he getting yeah a lot? Was he?
0: very much so. And then you just <laughs> had like the odd group of like Dars stood there with like obviously cans <laughs> in hand, just like obviously discussing. Way I wouldn't do that, like I would, I would be mm. bringing it around a bit more. Um, which was it was, it was, it was really enjoyable actually. Um, a highlight of the day to be honest.
1: Well, I uh, what I uh, uh, so some of fans were allocated pubs, weren't? And um, that was quite annoyed That when I got off, of, when we got off at of Middlesbrough, we were escorted to the ground. I must—that uh, might have been communicated before, but I've missed it if it had been. I just think, yeah, what's all that about? Get public transport somewhere, and I just like, well, you know, don't want to be that person, like, But why? Why are they telling me where I can and can't walk? <laughs> I was wanting to go to the pub, so that was annoying. It was a stroll, even to the point where like. We were on the road and the police either side were on the path. And then at one point I stepped up on the path and I got told to get off. He's like, all right, mate. So, just yeah. trying to
0: obey the laws of the country. Like, you shouldn't be walking on the roads. You're you trying to do what they usually want you to do. I, I mean,
1: 20 years ago, he would, you know, he did actually, I think he might have even said, please, where 20 years ago he would have walked us around in the head with a truncheon probably. So <laughs> things have progressed a little bit on that front, I guess. Um, But there we are. Uh Right. Thoughts on the match: first half better than the second half. Uh, fair to say, son probably shared in the first half. Sixty forty was what I was thinking. Anyone agree or disagree with that? It wasn't the best of uh, contests.
0: No, it, it wasn't. I think the first half was definitely saw. I, I think taking the last kind of ten fifteen minutes of the second half, like out of it, I think the first half was definitely our better performance um you have to wonder what the team talk was like cuz when they came back out after half time they just it, it did look like a like like a significantly more tired different team um we we had those chances in the first half and i know we'll get into it but like bars miss man and yeah you you felt you felt positive going into half time when it was nil nil seeing that performance and and going into half time i i was definitely stood there thinking we'll we'll do this we'll We'll shade
1: it, um, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd go along with that Gareth. It wasn't a vintage first half by any means, nil nil.
2: But I thought, no, you
1: I know, we, we it, away from home against Borough, they're always up for it. Like, you know, it was okay, wasn't it?
2: We had, yeah, we had some decent, decent moments and um, put decent balls into the box and um, obviously the chance for two opportunities for Bar. Obviously the the sitter and the one where he just kicked the ball at the side netting for some reason. Um I'm sure he wasn't trying to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought Barr was, apart from that, like, I know <laughs> his job is to put those chances away, but I think it shouldn't detract from the fact that like he generally played pretty well and kept going. Um, So that was a, a, a positive, probably, for him, it was, you know, a, a good performance apart from the, the the opportunities that he missed, but he is prone to doing all the hard work and then sort of fluffing it up at the end. But I guess, you know, he's got to play more games to try and be more clinical. And, you know, his actual, his actual output, you know, whatever he whichever side of the bar or Robert's debate you stand, you, you know, his output this season in terms of goals, assists has been better than, than Robert's. So quite considerably, really um on paper. Um I I thought again I don't like the the three in the middle as much as with the ten. I think it, it just looks a bit um I don't know if it feels like the game passes the midfield by at times when we don't have the ball. Um when obviously when you when the players are in there strengthen that as a three from A defensive perspective, I, th- I kind of think it doesn't really work and it kind of sort of dampens the attacking threat a little. Um, but yeah, I thought generally first half we were okay, second half, cons- like an alarming drop off, and the goal was a bit inevitable. Um, but you know, we got back into the game somehow and never, th- I didn't really think we would. And then once we scored the equaliser, they just completely went, I thought. And like, just makes you think, what if Barr had got that goal in yeah, the first uh, half? Yeah. And like, would they have would they have folded?
1: Absolutely, because I thought we we were on top of that point as well. And I think, um, and it was one of those, wasn't it, where they all, great. It, it's, it's, the goal was inevitable. It's like you, when you're in a match and it's like, you start celebrating already because it was just inevitable because he stopped it. And how on earth he managed to miss is, is besides me. But I think he played well as well. I said, watch, watching it live, I think he, 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 causes, um, he causes problems with his running. And we said this before going back to the Southampton game and we said that's what he needs to do more of. Um, And uh, I think he did that. And I think... um. Was, sorry, sorry, my three hours walked in the rooms totally throw me <laughs> off. Ella, you talk about Barr's performance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do you know what? He, he very much he he is he is a player who when he when he can play through those those poor form spells, which we did see like we, no one's going to sit here and say that he's been brilliant all season because he did have that that bit of a dodgy spell, but he's he's come through that the other side and he, he really seems to be be playing well again and he seems to have got a bit of that confidence back as well. Um, I think that there are definitely kind of bits that he needs to focus on and there's, there's certain things he needs to do, but... His, his ability on the ball and you could see players starting to kind of worry about him a bit more as the match went on. You could see that people were backing off him. They were, they were starting to be a bit more unsure when he had the ball and it's, a, it's a really good thing to see for him. It's, it shows he's really going from strength to strength. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, like I'm going to just it's on, on raw, the th- Isn't he? That, that's yeah.
1: very raw. Yeah. but I think as that's... as he finishes short just right right a bit rash a bit rushed
0: but especially if... the
1: side netting one
0: yeah and not to not to kind of I'm I'm not going to rehash old ground of the model etc but if we're going to keep bringing in young players who are expecting to develop to develop we are going to we are going to have to watch a bit of that and we are going to have to see that and we are going to have to kind of put up with it a bit um which I think Bar is a bit of a bit of a tale of that, really. Um,
2: I mean, I, uh, before, I mean, Bar's, Bar's one of the in between isn't he? That's why I kind of look at him. He's, he can play, he can start and influence games when he's on form. Um, but he's not somebody you would hang your hat on as like a first team, you know, 46 games a season player at the moment. Um, he's probably one of the only ones who is like in that in-between zone. Um, you know, when you look at, you know, I've said before how she probably would fall in that category as well. Um, but the others are very, you know, raw, um, often of the, the younger players that we've brought in. Um, so it is, it's just like you say, you've got to have a layer of patience, but it can be quite frustrating. You know, that, that's the where you're like, what about now? You know, <laughs> so it, you, when you so close to the playoffs and you were last season, you knew what you needed to to get you probably the way you needed to be, um, and we didn't do it, and we haven't done it again. It's a bit, you know, ultimately you what you're paying on a match by match basis to to try and watch us win. Um, so whether we win in eighteen months, two years time, more frequently with these players is, you know, a kind of a moot point in a way. It's like, kind of want to watch them win now. And they could have done with a bit of help, but.
1: Yeah, I think we'll buy, like Anna said, you're going to. Yeah, we're going to get this for some of the young players. And it's almost like, yeah, you're right. And it's, it's frustrating at a time, but you know, you mentioned the stats there compared to Roberts. Yeah. He's still, he's still clearly not, you know, the player that Roberts is, but that, is what's encouraging, so you just hope that, that... he keeps improving and playing, playing like that more often, because then it does it does give you hope that he's getting in the right positions, doesn't it? Um, and he just needs to like fine-tune what he's doing a bit, because he's extremely raw. But it was a really encouraging first-half performance by him and I. Um, he got hooped in the second half, anyway. Um, we should play some more individual performances before we look at the goals. Um, I thought that I thought the whole back four played well. Every single one of them had a good game. Um,
0: yeah, shout out to Jensen Sealt, who obviously had a really good um, appearance on the <laughs> on the pitch. did a Did a really good job. Kept it at one one. Fantastic. <laughs> Buzzing for him.
1: <laughs> um, but it was a good debut, wasn't it? By Hilda. Thought looked looked good to me. Yeah,
2: he was solid enough. He was fine. Hmm?
0: Yeah, putting some good tackles. He mm-hmm. he he's stopped some kind of important balls come, going through. It's it's really nice as well to get through a transfer window and see someone you can just kind of put straight into the team. Like you could, I, I think there potentially were moments where you could tell he hadn't had that many training sessions with the lads, but it wasn't like watching someone who was completely floundering. It wasn't watching someone who didn't know what they were doing. It's just nice to have someone who's match ready and and there really. And it was it was a bit refreshing to see after some of the the people we've had come in after transfer windows who've been injured or haven't been ready to slot straight in. He was a bit of a ray of sunshine. Especially with that really blonde hair. Very, yeah. very bright ray of sunshine.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone was expecting that, Well, on the on, no. on the day. But that was just good, good performance by all four of them. I thought um I thought Luke had a particularly good game. Um, He did one little maze, though, didn't he? Where he took the entire team on and you're yeah, just... Uh, oh, like I think I was like, he should be paying fullback. <laughs> because, <laughs> because that would be really useful and you would rather your fullback doing that than a centre-half doing that, as fun as it was to watch at the time. So, yeah, not going to that again. Um, I enjoyed
0: seeing him get to that point at the end. And I think he'd almost... when he When he got to their box, I think he'd almost shocked himself... With how kind of far forward he managed to move, and I think it was like, oh, I need to find someone to pass to now. Um but yeah, that little mazy run he went on was was really nice. It was it was good fun.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed it, yeah. Um right, so
2: um you've frozen Stephen? I've frozen. You, you, you went right, so, and then didn't say anything. Okay, he
1: sorry. Uh, say it again. Burstow's performance or non-performance, it's just highlighting the same stuff. And again, you know, I want to try and talk about the positive things that happened in the game and the fact that we, we drew it was okay, but it's like, it's just becoming painfully clear that he's just, he's again, he's just, he's not. we're developing somebody else's player, aren't we? Because he's, he's not, well, you don't mind that if they're going to bring Something to you, because if you think of like Gellard last season, like his first few games, he looked quite a way off it, and then actually by the end of the season, he was doing all right and he was playing well. And we've developed, we developed someone else's player for them, and it just doesn't, even, doesn't doesn't even look as if it's going to get to that. Unfortunately for me, because I know a lot of people talked about his goal. See what happens now? Bill's find a way, found a way to make. I was sent a forward score, but really, like you know. That wasn't a chance putting him on a plate, was it? It was a second-phase ball bouncing in the air that he scrambled home. And it's just... You, you, need, you need some ability to be able to get yourself in the game. So, while I'm on that, so Burrow's goal is an example of what a centre-forward can bring. Now, I know he plays across the front free, but he has played up front. And he hasn't been great for them since he signed for them. But the way he's just plucked that ball out and spun and turned and scored, and it's like, that is what, you want a centre-forward to be able to do at certain moments. Like, people almost have this impression, the way they're talking, about not creating chances for strikers that every single goal a centre-forward scores is a three-yard tapping off a ball across the box, and it's just not the case. Is Centre-forwards don't just score goals. I look back at any real of goals of strikers we've had over the years, and there are plenty of goals like the one we saw, like the Barrow's opening goal. I thought by the way, again, there's a, a laboured point that I'm trying to make.
0: It's just bizarre to me that we, we we are choosing to start Burstow when we could start Rustian. And I'm not saying that Rustian is the be-all-and-end-all amazing striker that we need. I'm not saying that kind of he is a ready-made Ross Stewart replacement. That, that's not where I'm coming from. But I think when you look at them side-by-side, side, you've got one that is our own player and runs around and occupies centre-halves and does now have goals to his name. And then you've got Burstow, who, as you said, we're developing for someone else who does not look ready. And I don't want to dig the young lad out, but I just, I, I can't understand why you would keep starting him over someone who who is who is our own player, who can do exactly what he does. And in my opinion, is more first team ready than Burstow is. It 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 blows my mind. I don't know what you think of that, Gareth, but I just, I, it, I can't. Fathom it. I don't know whether. Yeah, I don't understand
2: it. I just think, on what I've seen, I said this before. I just, I just play Russian every time because he actually does something. He's not perfect, but he runs around, puts himself about, occupies defenders. Um, I mean, Russian did more in the first minute he came on that than um, Berstel did in the entire game. Um, in terms of the development thing, yeah, I mean, don't, unless unless we're getting something out of it, but we're just not. Like I think he had six touches or something in the first half. I mean,
1: and that's it's... not down away the way we plays it. It's just down to no. the ability to be able to involve yourself into the game. Yeah. Well,
2: I'd say Russian came on and his straight away in the game. Um. Yeah, he's got flaws, but he's our player. We've paid money—a substantial amount of money—for him in the grand scheme of things. You know, just keep just keep playing him. You might as well, because he's the only one who looks like he could do something. Given the run of games, and now he's got what two goals in his last three starts,
0: probably. I think
2: no, so, yeah. two, no, 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 no. So well, he didn't start the game, did he? So,
0: but like two in his last three. appearances. Two in his
2: last three appearances, probably. So. You know, I mean that's not bad, is it? Somebody who, who you know, hasn't hasn't hadn't scored for, for quite a while. So yeah, people would say the keeper should have done better for the goal, he absolutely should have, but it's a you know, decent enough strike um, from the angle. Um, you know, first touch wasn't great, but he managed to get a shot away. Um and you know, if you don't shoot you know, he don't score, do you? So the it wasn't, a, it, goes... wasn't a, it wasn't a howler by the keeper, either. No, it, it, it looked it looked worse than it was. I think it just yeah. like dipped in front of the keeper. He um, should, you just should, you should the have saved right it, home. but it's, it's, yeah, kind like, have, yeah.
1: it's kind of like it's kind of like in the good enough to save it. So that's probably just down to his ability rather than like you know, it's not a howler. You know, no, a howlers right. punching the ball in the net or letting it
0: doing what Alison did last you, like... night.
1: Well, yeah, um, jumping should... over
0: the ball.
2: But he should have, look he he, he should have, you know, he, he, probably nine, nine nine times out of ten, he probably saves that. Um, but he didn't this time. So, and you know, it, it, you look at the position he took up in in the space to try and, you know, he sniffed that he sniffed that opportunity out. You know, he's he's gone into an area where he knows if he's found, he can create an opportunity for himself, and that's what he did, and that's what strikers or forwards should be doing. Um and we haven't Shoot. seen we haven't seen that from from anyone else this season really, so for all his faults. Um and I would say that if he keeps playing he'll probably get better. And now his family are over, he might settle in a bit more. If He can get himself, you know, finish the season with six or seven goals. Going into next year, you're probably going, Oh, well, good. Like we got an option there. What? Um, he's
1: Clark's replacement on the left? You mean?
2: Well, let not let's. I don't want to be cynical <laughs> talk about that. After the comments this week because.
1: Well, Michael Bale has come out midweek and said basically, he said he's. A, he's a yeah, midweek. I
2: know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it <laughs> because it's like there's no point. We just can't we see. hate
0: having strikers at our club. That's <laughs> what they're gonna do. They're gonna gradually like recategorize every striker we, we buy so that we just never actually have an out and out striker at the club again. Just
1: couldn't have laugh at the time never could because it was all it was like, you know, the the thing about like there was there was fume around when we at least like, say we're not gonna get it, I can't be bothered to get it out either. But there was fume about the lack of bringing a striker in and then and then when it's put to bail like to try and like say I think the the idea was to get Bill to reassure the fans, like, oh, well, actually, we've got Roosan here who's a striker, and he's doing all right. Now. And he was like, uh, Bure- yeah, no, he's a winger, mate.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and it's just like, you just had a laugh. Like, had a laugh However,
2: <laughs> we, we did look at bringing back uh, Jay Yanku. um <laughs> But that didn't uh, We did, we decided not to exercise that oh, option. I didn't even know he still I, I think he'd probably sold him, didn't we? Yeah, but that was a, just a joke, anyway. Um, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really want to I just don't think there's any point. It feels like there's no point having a conversation about anything that might be remotely construed as negative because it doesn't matter. It's like you're not allowed. It, you're not allowed it to be critical or in, in any capacity. No. until no. it's too late. Don't
1: worry late. about that. So. Don't worry about the same like four or five people who pop up without a profile photo. Get you. It's
2: fine. No. Do you know what, what? I was. actually. Like, I actually, I actually didn't even. I haven't got the energy for no, it. I just no, can't no. be that's I, asked. That's it's why. Like, that's why I, why I would, actually when there was like. like the
1: when there was like fume about the striker thing, I was at the least fume not being because I just didn't expect it to happen at all. Like, it never crossed my mind for one minute we'd we'd signed a striker. It did cross my mind for one minute that Keith Mill would probably score his debut, and he got two. Um, so they don't count yeah.
2: though because they lost.
1: So and, and I saw that as well. <laughs> that's I saw the, people, I think that's it. The line people are mental. People are mental. Like oh my god, yeah. But anyway, whatever. If, if we signed a striker
2: and um, he scored two goals on his debut, people want a statue built <laughs> of him outside the stadium.
0: Sounds like you've got a statue yeah, yeah, agenda no. now, Gareth.
2: No, yeah, I do have a statue agenda. Yeah, but that's true. That's what happens. But, you know, yeah, I did this whole thing with Moore and the wages thing doesn't really get in. It's like, it's not your money. Why are you worried about it? Well, I wouldn't be paying him 30 grand a week. You don't have to pay him a pound
0: a week.
2: He doesn't pay anything a week. It's not your money. <laughs> uh, like, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, don't funny. worry. It's fine. Don't worry I'm about it. Past the it. point
1: of anger now for me. This is funny in a way. Yeah. Do you know? I didn't even mind because people are gay. Like, oh, he hear speak when you and all that stuff. Like, I didn't even mind. Um, I mean, it's a bit weird. He's calling press conferences again. I think, but um, I didn't even. I didn't even mind what he said actually. Because he didn't well no well that that was yeah that was a bit weird but uh, again yeah but I'm I'm talking about when he was asked about the strikers and he just went we tried and we couldn't get anything that made sense like had he just said that from the very start of when he was employed we wouldn't be having the all these conversations about him it's the it's the lies we get told about Jaco or about not playing with a normal number like instead of just saying that we tried that's all we say just just don't treat people like idiots just. And, and I actually watched it and I didn't mind it. He looked broken to me. He <laughs> did. He looked like he was ill. And then the plot I of comment was almost as if he's just saying, right, yeah, you are all right. you are all he right. You'll uh,
0: be fine.
1: Whatever. Whatever. I think my one, the in the season.
0: my one bugbear with it is that I do feel like the phrase, we couldn't find anyone slash... We couldn't find anyone who was worth the money. The the idea of we can't find anyone who was worth the money is starting is starting to bother me a bit. And I don't know why, because I don't want them to go out and spend ridiculous of millions of pounds on somebody who isn't worth it. But it feels like every time they're asked, this idea of they they weren't worth it in the end comes up, and then we end up with Players who ultimately aren't aren't ready, like for Moore, yeah, and i have gone inside the money and stuff and the thirty grand a week, etc. But if he's if he's gonna score like 10, 15 goals for us by the end of the season, who's who's to say whether that's worth it or not? And I'm not saying he's gonna go he might get injured next week. Um if you come here, he probably would have been injured after his first week and then we would have been left without a striker again. But yeah, th- this whole idea of um, we couldn't find anyone where the money fit is just starting to grind on me a bit. I don't like it.
2: I just think he, if you look at it from a, a wider plan perspective and kind of go, well, if we invested more on this player than we kind of anticipated, then if it Gets us to where we want to be, then it's an investment. It's a risk, like everything. But you know, you've got the fact that you're going to probably sell Jack Clark in the summer if we don't go up. If we do go up, you've got money in the bank from promotion. So it's like, well, you could probably go, well, we can cover a shortfall now to sell Jack Clark in the summer. And yeah, Jack Clark could get injured or whatever, and and you lose that. Um, but what you you're probably talking half a million quid on Kiefer Moore for what four four months? And if he scores like Alan says in the in the 18 games whatever got left, if he scores the scores the goals we need and gets us into the playoffs and gives us a shot of promotion, then it's been worth every penny, really. Um, it's it's small fry. And he goes back at the end and you don't have to take him on, or if you go up you might go, well actually we'll we'll try and bring him in. Um on a permanent so you don't you it's it's difficult to um well I'm not I'm not I'm not saying like it's the end of the world that we didn't bring that particular player in, but I also kinda of think well if the money wasn't right on that deal from the outset then why would you even bother pursuing it? If it was too much, you'd kind of go. Like, the figures that were being bandied around for him, people saying, well, he's getting 30 grand a week towards his wages. I I can't see him being on 30 grand a week. Or, like, a portion of his... Like, people think he's on 50, 60 grand a week at Bournemouth, sitting on the bench. I don't think so. Um, people just make, I don't know, I think people just... just a figure, the figure comes yeah. out and then it like, becomes like, well, that's why, because he wants this, it's not worth it, it's like, well...
1: Usually somebody like Alex Crut or somebody on TalkSport will say it, and then everybody like takes that as gospel straight away, where...
2: I just you know, start... I don't I think mean, these it... people
1: have all the facts, that they're, they're kind of just,
2: I think it was yeah. make stuff up on the spot at times. But you question. look at Ipswich and they brought in three strikers on the window, did they? On top of the six that they already had?
1: Well, they brought a couple in, because they brought in the...
2: Vlad from Wimbledon it, yeah. and Moore and I thought they brought another one in, but I can't remember. Um, although we're trying for another. but it's quite interesting, isn't it? Well, it? I mean, it is weird to have, like... It's like they've gone the other way to us. We don't need any strikers, so we've got, a, like, not ready. They've just gone, we'll just buy all the strikers. They've
1: took the Steve Bruce route.
2: Yeah, they've gone Obsessed full. Obsessed with, yeah.
1: ob- addicted to stry- side and strikers. Yeah. You're only as good as your striker. Gotta wonder well, what be... he thinks about us. Wonder what he thinks about us at the minute. Then you're only as good as your striker. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> He'll be applying for the episode job, won't he, <laughs> Steve? It's not, not available. It's just all those strikers. I ring. need them. I need <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying hat in the ring.
1: Um, well, I don't want to like. You know, go down that too much because again, like you've just said, we we are, um, nobody likes to something to do I well think, more than us. And I, I think, um, I think
2: the, you know, ultimately the point was a, a good point. I thought the the game, the pattern of the game, kind of went the same way as most of the games under bill We, we need a full
1: ninety out of them, don't we? I feel like we haven't had that yet.
2: Yeah, it's just because initially crazy.
1: the Preston one I was like thinking it was part of the plan, and then clearly by what he said and what a couple of the players interviewed afterwards said it, it wasn't that. <laughs> and actually, like obviously, you know, they're saving themselves for the Newcastle game now at the time, is what I naively thought was happening. Um, and actually, it didn't seem like that's what was happening where they just had a drop off in performance, but Preston couldn't do enough to capitalize on it. So, we need a full 90, don't we? And me and Mickey Loff was saying this, just going to give him a shout out because he was my companion he
2: joined us on uh, yeah. but, but well, not Claire yeah. wasn't your companion
1: well Claire yeah but we were going down and, he, and, and Mickey joined us so there was the three was... all right okay Um, yeah uh, I can't
2: remember what was going to say
1: yeah. we went in the worst shout out to anyone who went at you know, that pub the borough one of the pubs we allocated that club my god after the game didn't think places like this existed anymore it was like the carpets up the stairs laying up were like all sticky and monkey and when you went in the toilet, it was just, like, slime all over the walls. The cubicles were totally trashed. Um, really? Right. Yeah. It was one of those places. It was, like, mainly just one big dance floor with a couple of seats around the outside. It was really weird. I didn't think those buildings and places existed anymore. It was, like... Do you know if you like, ever, like, go to, like, Magaluf or somewhere like that, and you walk into one of these places during the day, and it just shows up how, like, grotty it is. It was like that. So... Yeah,
0: was this the one that was all painted black as well? Like it was like because I saw I saw a video from someone who was in one of them where it was just it just looked like the worst place ever yeah, to be. Well, it would after. have been that
1: because this was the worst place ever, so <laughs> that would correlate very much with whatever picture you've seen. It was like it was like it was like honest. You felt like you needed a shower when you left there. Like it was just it was rank. So. Yeah, shout out to anybody who ended up in there afterwards.
0: Are we going to talk oh. about the free kick that wasn't a free kick?
1: Or uh, was well, yeah, well it wasn't a free kick, was it? It was annoying no. because at the time, again, me and Mick were like, "Well, that's them going to score from this," and they did. And again, I'm I'm like, love to blame anyone for the, their goal because I just think it was a really like you'd be chuffed if your centre forward scored a goal like that. Yeah. I think. Reminded us a bit of Warren of Mendonca's at Wembley, back in going right back to ninety eight way, kind of. Put his foot up and control it in the end, span and turn. But no, um Neil and his old uh childhood buddy there getting into a bit of a a tussle and somehow the ref saw saw that as a free kick for them, which was quite bizarre, wasn't it?
0: I was you talking to still, a borough sorry, fan. Go on. No, I was just I was talking to a borough fan today who was saying like, Oh yeah, but Neil put his leg out and tripped him up afterwards. I was like yeah, Afterwards. but he's been. He, yeah, yeah, he pu- he pulled it. He's pulled his shirt right out. Like he's he's completely pulled him down to the ground. And like Neil, yeah, maybe has after. I, I don't know. I wasn't watching that part because I was watching the assault that took place prior to that, where he like dragged him down to the ground. Um,
1: Afterwards, being the key word there. It's yeah, like,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just it's a blatant foul. There's not much to see. Like just yeah, he yeah. pulls him to the ground and then gets a free kick for it.
0: So one of those so I think everyone was shocked as well. Like, you know, when like the ground, like, cl- well, the people around you just go, "What?" Like, it was very much everyone at the same time. Like, how how has that gone against us? How on earth? And then everyone going, "They're going to score from this because this always happens." And They did. So mm.
1: they did, but we got our nice bomb warm- one, didn't we? We, we got did. our nice
0: moment warm- for
2: the equaliser. Very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. I'm sorry, I was, I was getting the um, Twitter. Twitter, or oh, X, whatever you want to call it, ready for after this, see, because I'm, you know, professional. Um, and just scrolling down, um, and there was a tweet from the Sunderland Academy account saying, tonight's game is, unav- is unavailable due- to watch due to Premier League restrictions. And there's just yes. a <laughs> from Sunderland, Columbia. I don't know if you listen to Sunderland, Columbia. Hello. It just says, fuck off, corrupt league. <laughs> i just thought all right then
1: fair enough that should be the next banner oh
2: well on that well, it's, we... it's a bit like um Bollocks ftm that is really like <laughs> oh, the original the original there's an extra, extra. That? so yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, we
1: exp- <laughs> should we provide context or should we just let the orgies? No, that- no Leave that about. one.
2: Yeah, leave that one for the leave that one examples, out for the
1: OGs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bollocks,
2: FTM. But if you um, listen to Sunderland Columbia it made me laugh a lot. So thank you. <laughs>
1: that'll be your next banner. Shall we, we in, in a kind of <laughs> yeah. like next? Shall we um, make the point about the fact Burra did a banner?
0: It was so.
1: slagging off the spirit of thirty-seven,
2: it which was, was fucking so, really, really weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They just but they just seem to take like that match to just and I and I guess it's on Sky. But like, okay, Cleveland that makes a bit of sense with it being on Sky. Like if you've got any gravence to air there, but it was the way they put it up facing the pitch. And then we're like, nah, we need the Sunland fans to see it. Like, messily rearranged the banner and then had it going up sidewards so that we could see the banner. Like, it was just
1: Really, a bit of weird public beef that was like you it you got the yeah. problem, the go to the trouble get A banner man, I can't even remember what it just said, it just slagged off the spirit. Weird, really weird, weird, that. weird
2: crap.
0: Yeah,
2: so we won't be doing our anti what the falk banner at the uh next home game, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It Great, uh... and Graham will tell that in good humor, like he knows yeah. we
1: mean it. Yeah.
0: It's all Graham at the match,
1: actually. Nice lad. Very nice guy. Yeah,
0: lovely lad. Right. Um, yeah.
1: Shall we have a t- should we plug some of the stuff? We've got a busy week, actually, haven't we? Yeah, we have a busy Coming week. Up. So, Good obviously, we'll push, push this out. It's um, like when we used to
2: do things before, back in the day, when we could be bothered.
1: To get proper guests on and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no offense on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I well, thought
1: yeah, well, I got, I
0: I got it, the yeah. message at what,
1: ten to six? Yeah. Well waiting yeah. on me. I was waiting on my match colleague Mickey Loft to get back in touch and he just hasn't responded all day. So asleep, I was giving probably. him I was giving him every opportunity to do. So <laughs> um uh yeah, so tomorrow we've got we're gonna have a chat with uh, a couple of people you might have heard of. Um Gib Turner, who is the head honcho at Four World Seventy Three, obviously we know that the um the little mini season three is gonna come out. I think it's only three episodes, isn't it? Yeah. I believe so, so. Um yeah. The uh and we're gonna look forward to watching that. Um, but they've been in touch about other things, haven't we? And we've seen snippets and stuff, and we didn't. Watch.
2: I haven't actually watched those snippets yet. No, so so I haven't got have round to it. Yeah, they did. They did offer probably us, watch it, shouldn't they?
1: They did offer us a chance to watch the, the the episodes, but we just want to wait, like everybody else, and just see the full production and stuff. Um, um, and so we're going to be chatting to him about that, and um, Luke O'Nine, believe it or not, who has a big presence. He was a big presence in series in series two, wasn't he? And uh, he's going to be in this series as well. So, as part of their PR machine, we've been given that
2: opportunity. So, we
1: will be talking to Luke. Matthew.
2: Matthew's going to be doing the <laughs> podcast,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it's going to be, I can't do it unfortunately as well. I would have liked to have done that, but it's um, I, I
2: can't do it. Who's doing it? was Richard doing it. It must just
1: be Rick by himself, <laughs> then yeah.
2: Just Richard and Luke <laughs> That's he's going, going on.
1: That's what we're doing in the sides. car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> drive-through. Yeah, get a coffee. Oh well.
1: Maybe he'll maybe he'll put a request out for that then if it's only him doing it. Uh to get some backup Uh so that's on Tuesday and then um on Thursday um I don't know if we're gonna blend in it into a preview or we just skip the preview all together because um I Can't even remember we get to with Lynn. Plymouth,
2: isn't it?
0: Plymouth at home. Oh, Plymouth!
2: There we go. So I knew all, it was things, one of the all things 20 All things go.
1: All things going well. Um, because we think we've got this one locked
2: in. Um, very exciting. Well, is there is there a, is there a chance it isn't? It's been unlocked.
1: <laughs> I just worry about it when it's such a good guess. Worry
2: thing. about it. Well, because the thing is, well, like, the, we, be the judge we, of we've spoken, we, well,
1: we've spoken. to like loads about like football and heroes and uh, over the years, and it just like. It doesn't seem like such a big thing, does it? Because it's just what we do. and We speak to them, and they're always nice. And we're a football podcast. But like, on Thursday, we um, are going to be speaking to George Clark, TV's George Clark, which is like amazing. I think. Um, <laughs> did, I did, did not mean, mean that. I didn't. I didn't. Oh my I did God. not. I didn't mean that. No pun intended. Yeah. I
2: didn't you should do a show you <laughs> should do a show, george clark george, stephen and george's amazing bars where yes bars that's how you should we go put a bar in anywhere yeah where you just go around putting bars in definitely i'd watch it i say i' see all buildings like i't think that would be a great bar as you know yeah, yeah. To... i don't think there's a property that you've been in where you haven't suggested <laughs> an area for a bar <laughs> and, which um... I'm, i mean i'm in favor of it i like the thought process and it, it's just not practical is it
1: I just love bars. What can I say? Apart from that wow. scabby one we were in on yeah. on Sunday after the match, that could that needed, needed pulling out and a new bar putting in. There's no doubt about yeah. that. So, um, that would be really crossed good because I know, No, I
0: was just just... to say it crossed the threshold from bar to club, didn't it? And really? that's like a very important distinction.
1: Hmm. More or less, as much as anything, just because I didn't think clubs existed in that in that format anymore. Well. <laughs> um but George is involved in some like he's been involved in some of the um stuff going on that's gonna be going on sheep Falls and stuff from that with those developments that are gonna be popping up. He's been influential really just in the in the in the redevelopment of Sunderland and obviously as as everybody knows, that's very much his game. Um uh involved with the Vaux lads as well and their new um project that's gonna be going down the seafront. So we'll speak little bits about that and just get his opinion on other things around um about put the ground. and George George is very passionate about what you can do with areas. So it be interesting yeah. to get yeah. conversations on maybe what he thinks the stadium should be like. Because that's uh, another topical discussion, isn't it? That's kind of yeah. been left to rot at the moment. Um, but obviously, massive lads fan. And wants to talk about when he um, first got into supporting the lads in the 80s and stuff like that. So really looking forward. And I feel like it's, this is about six years in the making. this. This podcast for George. It, Clark, it is. So it, no, it really is. It really. It is. Yeah. That. That is why I'm still always just a little bit like. Well, I think it's locked in. We've got a, a date and a time and a place and everything mm. like that. But you just never know. Didn't because
2: it, didn't he have? A, a, didn't we try and arrange one once? And he had like appendicitis. Or oh yeah. Thing, we, right? didn't re- uh, we didn't yeah. realize
1: you in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I am so sorry. <laughs> so sorry, nope, but I'm, host- nope, I mean, I'm in the nope hospital.
0: I'm really in yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, Get well soon, George. So can you come on then
2: and be- Yeah. <laughs> is that a no? Is that a hard no?
0: What's the Wi Fi <laughs> like in the hospital? Yeah. I mean,
2: Callum Styles is only out for ten to twelve days with appendix, so you know what I mean. <clears throat> just saying. If it was, you know, if it was longer than that, he doesn't even have to run around. I just have to sit there.
0: Yeah, but surely that's not including the surgery. I
2: don't know.
0: The ten to twelve days. Charlie's already had this, and this is the the healing. Yeah, you can't have. Yeah, I'm I'm, can't...
2: I'm resisting the urge to go off on a on a tangent about some things, which I so not But it's I got, should it should got...
1: Have, uh, Claire's had her appendix out. I should have asked her how long in preparation for this yeah. when we she back and in full training? training. Well, do, do, I mean, it's going off and talking about going off, a, it's a completely different story. Like probably not for a football podcast, but uh, yeah, she was abroad when had out and because uh, she couldn't. Initially, find her insurance, so we're just going to leave her to die on a trolley in a corridor.
2: Oh, that's funny, isn't it? well, <laughs> it's funny. Well, do wild? you know what? Do you know what? I think is, so I know, I know of a, a situation in which somebody is going with somebody to Turkey, and they're going to have like an operation, that have like half the stomach removed <laughs> or something like that, like a gastric band type thing. And uh, they're only going to be there for about five days because they've gone. They've gone with the friend. And I got to sink that I was like, couldn't sleep that night and I was lying there. And it just came in <laughs> my head for some reason. I was going, five days? So you're going to like have half your summer cut out and then you're going to get on a plane like three days later? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Will these stitches mm-hmm. not like burst and stuff under the pressure. I don't think I'd want to get on a plane after I'd had half my stomach cut out after three days. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was
1: hospital as quickly as it can now, though. Like, even when...
2: In, even in Turkey,
1: no. But if it only goes in and gives birth, it would kick you out pretty much straight after. Yeah, them.
2: but like a bit different. But I don't know if you if you are one of the pilots who we were we're trying to enlist to fly us to New York. Um, to see yes, so the free accommodation on. that were offered to do the live show. Um, We've been offered we've been yeah.
1: offered, offered pints and, yeah. and
2: venues and pubs. Yeah, is it a good idea to have <laughs> half your stomach removed and then fly after three days? Answers if you know if you're a doctor surgeon cabin crew so, do they,
0: have, so do they have one day prayer
2: I don't then know Then they have the surgery got the And then
0: three days later they well no because it went from five days to three no, days five, so... no it's
2: five days so I'm saying you, you're not gonna just fly straight in are you and like you're gonna have to you're not gonna like get off the plane and go straight in for an operation shoot you? you're, yeah, like, you're, you're gonna have like you're gonna get you're gonna have like your pre op and that when you get there and then your recovery and then home so. I don't know. Have you been to Turkey and had you have your stomach removed? Get in touch with uh, at Wise Men Say Pod on X um, and let us know. Um, did you try and fly afterwards and did your bowels remain in place?
0: Oh, that's so another thing. Like know. the tiny, tiny airplane toilets. Oh, after you've I had I can't. half your stomach removed. That's just not going to... Well, this, this is some doesn't...
2: way to end the show, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, just say it was not tangential, so, you know. Very,
1: that's one word, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. it just got me I'm thinking. Gonna, I'm
0: going to be up thinking about this now. I'm going to not yeah. be able to sleep worried about I'm going to go into a, like, hole of research. I mean, like...
2: the whole thing makes me feel very queasy anyway, but, like, the idea of, I don't like flying at the best of times, but flying after I'd had half my stomach removed, like, two, three days prior would not be something I'd want to be doing.
0: Yeah, not for me. But
2: you know, like, what have you got dressing and that to change? How long does the flight take? Well, they will like have, four, they will have dressing. Yeah, so I mean, it's like four or five hours probably that it take on the plane.
0: Well, and like in the airport because it's an international flight, so oh, they're gonna have to get to the no, airport beforehand. No, no,
2: this is a terrible. This is standing terrible. at
0: baggage reclaim with like oh, I'm actually getting
2: maybe, an, maybe I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm actually getting anxiety thinking about this. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like we're well, you're you're this, not. The, uh,
0: you're not going to Turkey to get half your no. stomach, removed, Garrett.
2: So, we were talking about this in the group chat before when we all watched that Woodstock documentary. And it, like, honestly, like, it, seeing the crowd for the, um, when Corn and Limb Biscuit are playing actually made me feel like, like I was going to have a panic attack. It's like, <laughs> it's like immense, like 300, 400,000 people. It's like, it stressed me out. The whole thing stressed me out. So, yeah. Mm, there well, you awesome. go. I've got. Parapsychological issues, obviously.
1: Mm. Clearly. I don't think there's anything I can add. Or but any way anyway, George, like... c- but George
2: Clark's on on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. I
1: don't think there's any way I can round this. Maybe you could, up. maybe George up. Clark
2: could do, like, a show where he goes to Turkey <laughs> and, like, does some <laughs> half with partially... Gets his Yeah, but half... No, he could do things with a partially removed <laughs> stomachs. 'Cause that's is an absolutely amazing space. It's like... <laughs> Good thing, like do something with like that. I don't know, just like turn it into a wigwam or something like that. Like Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter Where and George Clark gone? stomach, stomach wigwams. I'd watch it. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull the brakes on, it and I just can't. I can't it's just, yeah. I'm just, we're just sliding and sliding.
0: A like, <laughs> yeah, there's no of, like, is linking it. Just...
1: Yeah, I'm sliding and sliding. I can again. see a massive yeah. concrete bollard in front of us, that we're about to hit. And I'm, I'm just trying to like. Get those breaks on. Um, well, you don't want to do that. It's normally Matt's no no thing knows. to go off on a off on a, ta- on a tangent. It's not ours. Was... Yeah. Uh, right. So well, we'll be back with all of those podcasts and all of that content <laughs> during the week. So lots of stuff to look forward to. Um, there. Yeah. Good. We done. Right. Good. As <laughs> yeah, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> As always. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> All uh-huh. right.